How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, Noel Teal. What's welcome, going on? Welcome into the show. So, just again, we kind of previewed it, you know, on the last episode, but happy birthday, buddy. Thank my, you. Uh, my, my little man, who's not so little anymore, turned 18 yesterday. Feeling uh, older, younger, feeling, feeling good. The, feeling the same. Feeling the not same. Really, feeling the same, pretty much. Yeah. You look older. Uh, you look older. Your peach fuzz on your, I, I your felt, face looks a little better. I felt older because the Cowboys won. Oh, yeah. That was cool. And it hasn't happened forever. So that made me kind of, I guess, feel older. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was really the only thing. I mean, it was the perfect weekend, except for we went to the UCF game and they could not pull out a victory against Cincy. And that's where we will start right versus wrong today, where you were adamant about UCF beating Cincinnati. And we're up 14-3 in complete domination, and Coach Josh Heupel should be thrown out of town. Yeah. And we have other stuff to get to. Uh, NBA free agency has yep. gone down. Uh, guys are signed. Guys it, it are lasted about It lasted about three days of, of the main guys getting signed, and, and millions were handed out. People are making... Bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point of absurdity. Yeah. Some of these contracts. Yep. And we'll break all them down and and give you our what, which ones we liked and and which ones we thought were a little overpaid. Listen, I just want to make one last plea, okay, to all the GMs out there. You can have me for a lot less. Yeah. You can. I'll I'll do it for a million a year. Million. That's it. That's it. I mean, come on. I'll be saving them like seven to fifty million dollars a year per person. Yeah, and you'll be putting up. Will you average a point? Would you average a point in the NBA? Absolutely, Ab- absolutely. I will. I would average four points a game. Four points a game. I would. Well, well, I will call. I'll, I'll make sure to call. You know, Cleveland and Orlando and some teams that need some some players right Listen, now. Listen, Orlando ch- uh, took some guy I've never heard of, and they paid him a, what? How much do they pay Bacon? Two, three million. Two to three million. I could save him half. Save him. Half. Well, we'll talk about. Free agency, also Joe Burrow season-ending injury. Uh, Another boy. guy going down. Another and one on also, my fantasy football team. We also team. have to do uh, what we got right, what we got wrong, and recap the week 11 of the NFL season. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Let's run it. NBA free agency recap is our news of the week, pretty much, for for this week and this episode. And let's start with some just some recap of some deals that went down of the more notable players, I guess. Okay. Uh, let's start with Fred Van Fleet resigning with with Toronto, kind of one that that kind of everyone saw coming. The Knicks were kind of a rumor there. Yeah. Uh, they the. The Knicks fans were actually happy that they didn't throw the bag at someone like Van Fleet or, or Hayward or, or, you know, overpay them. He he took a four-year, $85 million deal, which is, you know, it's interesting that, that Toronto decided to keep him. Uh, I thought it was a little interesting. He's a great player. Great but player. I think 
I, I personally would have liked to see him play on another team, probably. Yeah. Uh, you got Gordon Hayward going to the Hornets on a four-year $120 million deal, which <laughs> I did not see coming because on the show, on, on Friday's show, I said, before, uh, before it's uh, free agency started, I said that there's no way that, you know, he gets 30. Like, why would he opt out? You know, I, I thought he was opting out because he just wanted to play. Like, he wanted a, a better opportunity. But yet he opts out and gets the same, you know, the same deal that he had. I'm shocked. I thought Boston would re-sign him. Uh, I did too. I, I thought Boston would give him a long-term deal with less money and he would, you know, he just wants to win. But obviously did, not. Did, and Charlotte is kind of building a pretty good, you know, sort of kind of contending, yeah. you know, for the a lower-end seat in the East. Right. And then you have uh, Joe Harris re-signing with the Nets on a four-year $75 million deal. Like the Nets are just giving out money. Like Joe, like this is this is you'll see a theme. Yeah, Joe Harris, great player, great three point shooter. That's what it. He's a three point shooter. Is he worth seventeen million a year? Eh, I'm I'm not sure. Okay, again, you could pay me a million dollars. I'll get you one or two threes a game. You have Drogic re-signing with the Heat. Uh, you've got Bert, David Bertans, uh, Davis Bertans signing re-signing with the Wizards. That was their kind of breakout star last week. Five years, eighty million. Uh, that's, I mean, insane. That, that is that's that's probably one of the most insane for me. Uh, for me, uh, let's talk about the Lakers though. With a couple of their signings, they signed Montrez Harrell and Marcus Saul. I, I just, how do they get richer? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you didn't even mention this. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis hasn't resigned with anyone yet. Right. He has. He hasn't resigned. He's he's reportedly waiting on how the roster turns out. The and... ro- the roster turning out just fine. Correct. Hit, no, no, nothing like he's waiting to see how it turns out to re-sign. He's waiting to see how much how money he can get. How, no, he's going to get the maximum amount of money. You know, They're going to pay him the maximum amount of money, and he's going to re-sign eventually. The problem is, is these, these players get so greedy with the, you have to remember the player options, the yeah. team options, the, you know, the length of the, of the deal, because I'm sure he doesn't want to be there like without LeBron, you know, he, he he Anthony Davis has, has turned in, you know, to this guy that that just, you know, he wants to play with another star. Like he doesn't want to even in even in LA, he doesn't want to be, you know, the only guy surrounded yeah. about okay. around Contavious Caldwell Pope. That's fine. All right. You still have LeBron. Uh-huh. You've added Gasol and Harrell. You I mean, it's it's insane to think he doesn't see the Lakers being in the driver's seat for another year or two to win back-to-back-to-back championships. No, he does. And so he's going to he's gonna he make re- all the money in the world. Why not just sign the damn contract? He's going to sign a contract that's going to be like two years and it, with a player option after the first year for the max amount. Or he just signs a one-year deal. They're just going to be one-year deals with player options. And whenever you want, it's basically whenever you want to opt out, you opt out. If you don't, you opt back in and you play another year. Dude, it's, I love the but the Lakers, I love the Gasol and Harold. Here, here's edition. here's my biggest thing is Montres Harrell, his the reason he got two years, 19 million, which is a steal, steal. For, for a six man, a big man uh six man uh big guy who showed fl- you know, flashes of being he could be a starter on most yeah, teams in the league. Definitely. However, in the bubble struggled a lot defensively, and that's kind of what drove his price down. Yeah. And I'm surprised that you know, with the two-year nineteen million that the Clippers didn't offer that to keep him, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like it's I know little... he he had issues, like family issues, when it came to the you know why he left the 
the bubble and came back and he wasn't really the same player. But he had an awesome season. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they added Caldwell Pope or they re-signed Caldwell Pope for three years, $40 million. I, I just, that I don't get at all. And then, and then you go to the Clippers, the other L.A. team, and they get Serge Ibaka for two nineteen. Yeah. So they chose Serge Ibaka over Montrezl Harrell. Uh, Montrez Harrell. Do you, do you like that? No, not at one? all. I mean, they're the same age. Uh, or no, actually, no. What's the name? Uh, Montrezl Harrell's. No, Montrezl Harrell's very, uh, yeah, he's much 26. younger. 26. Yeah, he's like five years younger. But, I, but I you get, get a, a Montrez Harrell is, you know, a post- He's supposed to be a post defender, struggled defensively last year, which, you know, yeah. that's why it was his price was downgraded and probably they didn't value him. Yeah. Now you upgrade. I think it's actually kind of an upgrade. You go to Serge Ibaka, obviously is older, but you get him for two years and he now slots in. He's starting, you know, he will probably start at power forward or you can even start him at center because he can play the center and he's he can make threes. He's dominant in the post. Like he... He has Ab- played very well the last two weeks. Abaka's two o- yeah, Abaka's a good player. He's okay, you know. But ultimately, I just, I right now, man, I I see a clear path for the Lakers. I mean, as long as Anthony Davis resigns, there is a clear path that yeah. they're getting back. But I mean, another head scratcher for for the for the Clippers is they signed Marcus Morris, oh. four years, sixty four million. But like, isn't Marcus Morris? Wasn't this guy like a? Like a journeyman, one-year, five million-dollar deal and, guy, like, right? I'm and, not, and he's I, not even as good as his brother. Like I, th- some of these things were just insane. Everybody got like fifteen, twenty million. I mean, th- some of them were making like thirty million a year. I mean, th- these numbers are insane. Yeah, I mean, some other crazy ones is is Malik Beasley, who I am going to be honest, Malik Beasley on the Minnesota Timberwolves got four years, sixty million. If I will be a hundred percent honest, look, I do my sports research. I know the players. You know, yeah. I, I can name ninety-five percent of players in the NBA and the NFL. Yep. I have never heard of Malik Beasley. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I don't know who Malik Beasley is. I know him now. But I don't. <laughs> I did not know when it said Malik Beasley signs for four years, sixty million. I was. I didn't know who he was. I'm sorry. I didn't know who he was. I, I actually, I, I knew who he was just because of college. Yeah. Right. But I didn't know that he actually played in the NBA. Correct. Correct. And right. then. Because I remember him at Florida State, yeah. but I don't remember him playing any games in the in the pros. Yeah, I mean, your guess is you know as good as mine. Uh, and then you have uh, some guys like we said, Anthony Davis unsigned. You have Brandon Ingram who's unsigned. He's a restricted guy and he should return. You know, he's going to get a max contract. But a little interesting that nothing has been kind of said on that front. You also have um, on the other end uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, who got an offer sheet from the Hawks, and the Kings have an opportunity to match that. That's how the restricted kind of uh, free agent works. Uh, it will be interesting to see because he was traded to the Bucks, and that fell through because of reasons I'm not sure, but just fell through. And now the Hawks, who have had a sneaky good free agency signing, um, they got Gallinari, uh, also Rondo. You know they they signed some good guys, the Hawks, and they are building they, a, a pretty good team. Honestly, they have the best free agent signing if this was seven years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's very. They always were great players seven years ago. Yeah, and then some guys, uh, some other guys that you know lower end kind of guys, Aaron Baines, some role players to the uh, to the Raptors. They got another power forward center. I don't know why they needed another one. Yeah. Uh, probably to fill in for for Gasol. Tristan Thompson signed with the Celtics. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, Derek Favors went back, back to, to the Jazz. Jazz yeah. uh, three years, twenty seven million. 
and and you know a lot of it was just a kind of a role player filling out filling out roster spots for for most teams and, and that's that's how free agency went a lot of money well, was, mo- was handed out and most importantly the magic got better right uh magic just decided to run it back and re-sign mike carter williams and <laughs> and uh and some of their other guys but 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 this is to Gary, me Gary is, Clark. is the rich got richer and yeah. the the bottom feeders besides the hawks just got their guys back and maybe another guy it's still going to be the same teams. It's going to be the same teams. Same teams as last year. The only the only addition is going to be Golden State will be pretty good and the Nets will be pretty good. Other than that, it'll be the same teams. So so who in in your opinion are I I am going to stay with the Hawks. I think they had the best offseason, just the way they kind of spent their money and I think that they you know they have a pretty good team now to surround John Collins and Trey Young. You know surround them with, with guys that can play basketball because last year it was just young guys running around trey young scoring 60 points a game and they would lose by 20 to mm-hmm. every team you know that that's how it, it 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 happened and now they actually can build a team where trey young can score 40 and other teams or other players can contribute and and i think that they probably solidified a eight seven eight seed in the east i yeah i mean look i love what the Lakers did. I mean, getting Harrell and Wesley Matthews and yeah. uh, uh, what's the name? Marcus All was awesome. Um, I think, look, Charlotte, you know, I, I think Gordon Hayward, get him back to being on a team that he's going to be the guy. Yeah. And, and I think that will go really well with a lot of, you know, Charlotte's young talent. Yep. You know, and, you know, I mean, other than that, it, it's basically, I mean, it was like you like you said, it was it was a onesie here, a onesie there. I didn't see anybody get that much better. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really more of like, I mean, look, some teams like the Miami Heat just signed all their players back. You know, right. so you know that was they kept most of their core. So that you know, good on them. But I didn't see any team take leaps and bounds other than the Lakers, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Yeah, and to be honest, it was kind of a a free agency that there wasn't any crazy bombs like they no. like the probably the craziest one was Gordon Hayward yeah and even that it's you know it's crazy that he got the money but like Gordon Hayward kind of irrelevant now but like it, it's hard to get excited about Gordon Hayward when you if you're Charlotte because you just paid a guy 30 million dollars who hasn't produced in two years since since a major career injury yeah he's got to get back healthy if he's healthy he could be uh, the sharpshooter that he was yeah. if not then yeah they spent overspent yeah and then i actually want to get to you know the probably the best signing of uh that you know the most underrated signing if i had to pick one christian wood uh played on the pistons last year that really became they traded Drummond at the trade deadline and he became that starting four or five and he was really good offensively like like average 20 you know 15 20 points a game down the stretch and the Rockets got him for three years 41 million oh, like a so, steal oh, kind they, of they, they stole him for 14 million a year oh but they, but they did because the Pistons decided to sign five other centers and power forwards for you know <laughs> Other deals, I, I don't know what they're doing in, in Detroit. No, that team's a mess. And you got one other deal today that, that kind of came in last minute. It was Boogie Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins, signing with the Rockets as well. Didn't, so realize, he, didn't realize he was still playing. Christian Wood and DeMarcus Cousins in, in 
DeMarcus Cousins, after he tore his Achilles, has Houston. never been the same. So now, can Houston keep it together and run it back with Russell Westbrook, James Harden? Does Chris, it matter? Christian because Wood it, and DeMarcus Cousins. Look, it's a... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a better team than they had last year, mm-hmm. but they're still all discontents. Yeah. They all hate everybody. They hate their owner. I mean, so if they all don't want to play, then they're never going to be Hey, good. I did say I'm calling BS on the, the James Harden trade, and it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. it's BS until it happens. I agree. It ain't happening. Yeah. And then let's move on to a serious injury that's kind of taken the sports world uh, today. Joe Burrow, the uh, rookie of the year you know, contender right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, out for the year torn with ACL. a torn ACL and a torn MCL. I felt so bad. I saw him go down. We were watching it on mm-hmm. uh, Red Zone, and he went down, and, and you were doing something, and I was like, age. I'm like, Joe Burrow season is over. He's like, what? You're, you were gone for like a minute and a half. And I'm like, he's like, what happened? Went to use the bathroom or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he comes back, and he's like, I'm like, yeah, Joe Burrow's done. I mean, his knee, like, oh, don't watch the video if you haven't No, he was clutching it. And I, I, look, I've torn two ACLs, and I know the feeling. Yeah. And I saw him clutch his knee, and I was like, yep, his season's done. Yeah. So, bad news for Bengals fans. Why? They have Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley. Dude, he looked awful. Yeah, he looks pretty awful. Pretty bad. Like all of a sudden, I have to reconsider T. Higgins in my starting uh-huh. lineup now. Well, th- this is bad for Bengals fans, but this was, you know, a bad job of just they just the offensive line is bad. Oh, it's awful. And couldn't you know they they are weren't successful this year because you know the defense was pretty bad. But the I mean, Joe Burrow did everything he could, running for his life all day, running for his life. Yep, to to do something, and he had a pretty successful first you know 10 games as a rookie and hopefully he can come back and you know be that that franchise guy the good news showed he probably could the good news is the cowboys still have to play cincinnati yes so maybe we get another win anything's possible now (laughs) anything is possible and let's talk about what we got right when we got wrong in our week 11 recap after the break but first a word from our sponsor let's get into our week 11 nfl recap in our favorite segment, what we got right and what we got wrong, the or otherwise known as what AJ got right and what Noel got wrong, but I have my moments. You have your moments. You have your your you're like you know you're kind of like the Cowboys. I'm streaky. You have your you know you're, you're bad most of the time, mm-hmm. but you have your those moments where you're like, dang, are they kind of good? Like, are right. they good? And they, it makes you wonder how good he could be. Right. <laughs> and you need to. Be more consistent. You gotta be more consistent. Okay. Well, maybe like, you can like show Mar- me how. Like Mike McCarthy, you gotta be more <laughs> consistent. But let's start with our uh, our weekly MVP talk, like we usually do, where we kind of rank who's in the lead for MVP. Last week for me it was Kyler Murray, or excuse me, last week for me it was it was uh, it was it was Kyler Murray for yeah, me. You had Kyler Murray and then Patrick Mahomes, right. and I had. Uh, and Mahom- you, st- you still had Mahomes. I had, Mah- I had Mahomes and Roethlisberger. Right. And I had, you know, I had Roethlisberger kind of moving up. And they got a pretty dominant win after kind of a shaky start. But right now, I mean, after after the after the win, you know, their, their comeback win, I think Mahomes moved above Kyler for the week. No doubt about it. Look, and, there, and there's, he's, he's in the there's no question Mahomes is in the lead for the MVP talk. But I'm going to throw a name out there who's jumping into the conversation. Mm-hmm. None other, none other than Ryan Finley. No, oh, not Ryan Finley. 
Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. The man is awesome. He's literally, first of all, he's a machine. Yeah. Second of all, he does everything. And now you put him in as a starting quarterback for the first time in I don't know how many years, mm-hmm. and he just finds a way to dominate the game. Could, you know, it, he could be, I, I think Drew Brees, you know, especially with this injury, I'm sure he'll come back, you know, in week 15 or whatever. They'll yeah. make the playoffs, yep. and maybe they make a run. But I think overall it's probably his last year playing football. It could be like it, like it might be their last year playing his last year. I think Taysom Hill is a solid uh, franchise quarterback. Do, do you know he's thirty one years old? That that's the problem. Is he's a solid franchise quarterback? Where was he the first eleven years of his career? Nobody gave him a chance. Everybody Crazy. tried to make him a tight end or a uh, an yeah. H back or what have you. But the guy is just a talented athlete. Yeah, very. But it is Mahomes, so yeah. we, we can move on. It is, it is definitely Mahomes. Uh, Russell Wilson actually played pretty good. He it ain't Russell up, Wilson anymore. He, he lost it a it couple It ain't weeks Brady. Ago. Oh, it, God. It ain't, you know, Roethlisberger's having a great year, but it ain't going to be Roethlisberger. And it might actually, you know, Derek Carr probably would have moved in with a win. With a win, yes. yes. And also, uh, another team we'll talk about, uh, well, actually, let's just start it right now, you know, with with your lock of the week. Let's get to the locks of the week. I want a lock! We swept the locks. We did. We were 2-0. and uh, You had Cleveland minus 3, and, and just to throw it out there, you know, it's not going to happen just because it's not their, you know, he hasn't played good. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield, yeah. with a, if he actually, you know, I understand they like to run, mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they run with, you know, that's their offense. Yeah. If he, you know, if he had the stats, a, you know, the 7-3 Browns, he would be in the conversation. He just... They just run the ball with with Chubb and Hunt, and he basically they, he, he hasn't looked bad or good because he doesn't do anything. They're winning completely in spite of Baker Mayfield. In spite, he's, he's the game manager. He he's not even the game manager. He's the handoff guy. He <laughs> well, doesn't do anything. Right. Like like this is perfect for Baker Mayfield. He can't get hate, and he you know he he always gets hated on. He can't get hate. What does he do? He just hands the ball off pretty good. AJ, this stat line is awesome. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, come on. 12 of 22 for oh, 204. Wow. No interceptions. No interceptions. No touchdowns. Wow. The prime fantasy quarterback. He's the man. He is the man. The man. So, you had your lock with Cleveland. I mean, just I mean the Wentz is it, it, it might be time for Wentz to, to sit sit on down. So, uh what's his name? Uh, Peterson said, "Nope." I would send the wrong message. We're not out of this thing. We're still in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. We're we're sticking with Wentz. We have other issues besides Wentz. I honestly watched part of that game. It just pretty much looked like Wentz is the problem. Well, here here the Wentz and the offensive line. It, it's kind of like it's just a bad look right now for Wentz because I mean what happened to what happened to the best wide wide receiver in the league Fulgham like like what happened to him he's been non-existent nope Alshon Jeffrey is is washed up totally uh they don't once again they don't run the ball because they have a very good running back in Miles Sanders and guess how many carries he had 16 like which is high for him which is yeah exactly which is high for him and the problem well they, they get down so much that they can't even run Correct. So they 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 run an RPO style offense, and rarely does Wentz line up under center. Yep. And they always you know they always run this this kind of shotgun formation with an RPO, and it's just it may be time to either switch play calling or just a new they they need a new offense because teams have figured them out. Yep. They don't have a wide receiver that they have to 
you know, layoff coverage on. And, and they don't hand the ball to Sanders enough to work off play action. So this team is kind of in like a dud right now. And all Carson Wentz is doing is just giving the ball to the other team. Yeah. Like that's, he had s- several bad throws. He turns it over in the red zone. He had a terrible pick six. And he's struggling behind a, you know, no beat offensive up, line. Beat up offensive so line. So is he playing bad? Yes. Is he in a good situation? No. The Doug Peterson's failing him and he's failing himself. Like, like it's a terrible com- com- uh, combination. Listen. This Eagles team, we talked about it time and time again. Their schedule down the stretch is brutal. They, I, I'm repeating myself again. They won't win another game this season. They, they, I, I think they'll they win will one or not two. Want it, they'll win, win a game one or two. this season. They'll win one or two. The, the, their remaining schedule is every playoff team, every first place team. Like they're gonna get destroyed by week 16. You know. Well, they still, they still have the NFC East to play. In, in week 16 or 15, Hurts will be, he's got to be in there. But, like, they're going to be out of it. I'm sure, you know, one of the teams, the Cowboys, the Redskins, or the Giants are going to go on a win streak here. And they're going to be a couple games again uh, above Philly. Mm-hmm. And, and Peterson's going to be like, all right, we're out of it. I hope so. Let's put Hurts in. And the Browns are seven and three, and all, and all of that, the Browns are seven and three. And no Miles Garrett this past game, and he won't be in the game next week either. I mean, they're, they're still finding a way. Olivia Vernon had a monster game, man. He was all over Wentz all day long. Yeah, they're, I mean, their defense is playing good. That's the mm-hmm. craziest part. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Saints. They cruised past the Falcons. I had the Saints on that. For some reason, you took an upset with the Falcons. Well, because I thought Jameis Winston was... At the time we did the podcast, we thought Winston was going to be the quarterback. Correct. I didn't know it was going to be Hill. I would have changed my mind. Uh, well, that's just BS. <laughs> uh, and Taysom Hill, the tight end, looked fine at quarterback. Like oh, he looks so good. Looks and they, so good. they continue to win it. Now they're in, they're in first place right now in the in, in the NFC with the Packers' loss. And, and, and somehow after the terrible, you know, they had a terrible start to, you know, to the season. We were... And I was questioning my Super Bowl pick, and now they're first in the NFC. It's crazy, right? Uh, Redskins beat the Burleigh Bengals. Uh, I was right with the Redskins. For some reason, you took the Bengals again, and you were let down once again. I think it's time to stop. And I, I think you're going to, uh, you know. I think if, it's fair if, to say. If I will... Ryan Finley, you know, continues to drag your hopes along, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Burrow's done for the year, like we said. So I guess we're going to be starting Matty Ryan for the rest of the year. Yeah, Matt Ryan's going to be starting on your team yeah. for a long, a while. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, they shut out the Lions. Man, well, kind we, of a, we both were wrong. Both were wrong on that one. We had we had the Lions. Uh, also thought they wouldn't be out manned as they were. I mean, Galladay and Amendola and Swift out. It, it was just Stafford was just... He wasn't having it. I know he wasn't having it, okay? And obviously he's my other starting mm-hmm. uh, quarterback. He was god-awful. Mm-hmm. The only good play was the flea flicker he threw for a 51-yard touchdown that was called back for a legal formation. Yeah, and and we did say without Swift that they would struggle a little bit, still thinking they would win the game over P.J. Walker, but P.J. Walker looked fine. He looked all right. Yeah. He threw two interceptions, but I mean, he threw for 258 and a touchdown. Meanwhile, Stafford threw for 178 on basically 50% or 55% completion, and Adrian Peterson was the leading rusher with 18 yards. Yeah, and that'll do it. That'll do it for the the Lions for their uh, season after some hope last week. But. So, and it's also I think we could say Noel got wrong was the Lions winning the NFC North. Yeah, that's. Uh, you think that one's over? That one's gonna, okay. gonna wrap it up there. Okay. Um, let's go to my other lock, uh, or the other lock, my lock, mm-hmm. the Titans. Like we said, we're two for two. Titans plus five. That checks the boxes, and they defeat the Ravens, who are. 
they are they're falling. That's four out of their last five that they have. The, that Raven, lost. the Ravens are six and four, and I'm telling you right now, we said it last week. I I can honestly see this team not making the playoffs. They're not in the playoffs right now, and and they are. They're not a very good football team. They're not. They're not. Look, it's bad when Des Bryant is your leading. Roger. Is your probably your best wide receiver? <laughs> because oh my goodness, am I glad I dropped? Because I was projecting Hollywood Brown to go off this week because I finally dropped him. Oh my, he well, might. There is a possibility he might not be on the team next uh, hold, hold next on. year. It's funny how you said you dropped him because that's all he did was drop balls in his oh hands. Oh my god! He, they mean, threw it to him three times, and all this, three times he dropped it. This guy is the one that that cried about not getting passes. He got yeah. past the ball plenty of times. He dropped like three passes right in his hands. Right in his hands, and yeah. it was all Mark Andrews. And they I mean, go. He, he had a good game. Yeah, they go to overtime. The the Titans rally, and they uh, Derrick Henry with with another great game and. And he ran all over them, another 100-yard game, and it had the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. And, of course, Corey Davis has a great game. And guess where he's sitting right now, uh, this week? On the bench. On my bench. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. That sounds about right. And then we had the Steelers destroy the Jags. Uh, I love you, Chase Claypool. I love you. He's a beast. I love him. And if it wasn't for Justin Herbert this year, Mm -hmm. he would be up for for Rookie of the Year. Totally. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Herbert's kind of got a clear path right now with with the Burrow injury. Uh, but b- besides Claypool, Deontay Johnson yeah. had a breakout game. Uh-huh. I mean, he had 16 targets and 12 catches for 111 yards. And I mean, he, he was. Ro- I felt like Roethlisberger threw it to him every down. Yeah. I was yelling and screaming like, throw to Chase, throw to Chase, throw to Chase, and he finally threw him a touchdown. But man, Deontay Johnson, who I'm playing this week, had a big game. Yeah, he had a he had a big game, and and there was there's a bunch of chatter around sports talk shows and whatever. The Steelers are ten and zero. However, they did look shaky in the first half. The score you know says otherwise. The twenty seven to three score. Yep. But there's there's debates. Is this team really as good as it is? You know, is this kind of a bad ten and zero team? No, it is not a bad ten and zero team. Mm-hmm. They've Look, you can only beat who's in front of you. Yeah. They've beat them all. They have a g- very good offense and a phenomenal defense who's like third against the pass and like sixth against the rush, or maybe I have that backwards. But like they're they're a top five defense and a really good offense with four stud options to throw to. I, I, why is anybody underrating these guys? I'm not sure. I, I think they're they're very good. I think they've had a couple games. I, I think the what says you know the best about an NFL team is when they win is when they win ugly because yeah. if you win ugly and Still you know, a w. if if you destroy teams one week and then win ugly another and then win ugly another way another week like like that shows that you can win multiple ways and that's what makes a full complete team like when your offense not clicking your defense needs to step up and it does step up and you win that says a lot about your team and they've done that plenty of times this week or this year and that's why they're 10-0. Do I think they're the best team in the league? No. I still think the Chiefs are a better team. Mm-hmm. And I believe if they do meet up in an in an AFC championship, that the Chiefs would have the upper hand. And and we'll, we'll just have to see how long, you know, this winning streak can last. And, they you know, they've got the Ravens this week on, <sighs> on, on Thanksgiving. And I think they're going to kill them. I, I, how would you argue not? How would you argue that the, the Ravens have a chance right now? They are playing really bad. And 
and we will have to you know wait for some some Thanksgiving edition uh, preview. It's, we got some in good our, in our next episode. We got we're gonna have some good games. Yeah. All right, and then the uh, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, they follow the Texans right after they beat the Ravens, which you know doesn't look so great now, but still you know a, an underdog win last week. And I have to give credit where credit is due. I have been slandering Deshaun Watson. I think he's had a okay season. I still don't think he's, you know, as great as everyone said, like I've said on past podcasts. He played this, really well. This was, and I'm for real, mm-hmm. his best game of his entire career. Entire no. career. No. It, entire career. No, you're out of your mind. He played they, well. He's had some great games, AJ. What is wrong with you? I I believe that this was his best game of his career. I watched a lot of this game, and... He was on on point. He got the ball out quick against a really good secondary with the best corner in all of football back, Gilmore. Who mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the best corner in all of football this year because he's just not playing as well. But the best, you know, the defensive player of the year last year. They the the, the New England gets him back and their secondary gets blown up by Brandon Cooks and, and Fuller and and Jordan Aikens mm-hmm. uh, this UCF. week. And the and Deshaun Watson was dotting them up. He even ran a lot. Like, like they li- did they listen to the podcast? Because I said they should let this guy run a lot because he uses his feet. He had a great read option play for a touchdown. Yep. And on the New England side of things, they it- have to be able to run the football, and they were shut down. Okay, well, here's my issue. And that's why they lost the game. Damian Harris had 39 yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. Uh-huh. They gave him the ball three more times the rest of the game. What the hell? I, what is wrong with Belichick? Give Damian Harris the ball. It's kind of like what we said with the Lions, with Swift. Uh-huh. Like, give... This guy can be Derrick Henry 2.0. Give him the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I mean, Cam played great, and I don't know where the hell Demir Bird came from. <laughs> I mean, he was the practice squad player for, like, the last, like, God knows how many years. And all of a sudden, he goes 6 for 132 in a touchdown? So what happened to Jacoby Myers? Now you pick up Bird? I, I, I just think that with the Patriots, you never know. I mean, even Nikhil Harry had a couple catches. You just never know with the Patriots. Never know. But I do think Watson played his best game of his career. Oh, I really do. No, it wasn't the best game of his I, career. Look, the guy went to the playoffs and, and had good success in the playoffs before. You can't call this the best game of his career because he beat a depleted Patriots hey, team. He did choke the 24-3 yeah, the the lead in the, okay, well, that wasn't in the AFC uh, Divisional. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say anything. Whatever, move on. Why can't I? Why can't you say you know praise me for praising Watson for Be- once? Because you're way too over the top negative on him, and then he has one good game, and you tell me it's the best game of his career. You're an idiot. Best game of his career. <laughs> uh, all right, and then the Broncos with kind of a stunner. They beat this was the, a stunner. The Dolphins. Uh, they even had to pull Tua in the fourth quarter because he got sacked so many times because the Do- Dolphins' offensive line just decided to show up, not show up this week. Yeah. It- it was ugly. It was it was an ugly. There's, the whole there's game was no ugly. other description, but it was just ugly. Uh, and, and Melvin Gordon decided to wake up. Yeah, Melvin Gordon definitely woke up. But how about my other? How about give me some credit? What did I get right? Timmy. Yes, Patrick. right. That is right. Five for one nineteen, baby. Yeah. Timmy Patrick showed up again. 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 Yeah. And Drew Locke still sucks. <laughs> He does still suck. And that they won this game because their defense stepped up and played better than the Dolphins. It was just a, a kind of a stunner game. Like the Dolphins couldn't get anything going. I have to I have to chalk this up for Tua to his first time playing above the surf level. Yeah. I mean, the altitude had to have done something to him because he did not look right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he didn't 
the, I mean, he the fact that he you you pulled your starting quarterback with a seven point game. Yeah. You know, because I just said something. Yeah, I don't think he was able to breathe. Yeah, he might not. He he wasn't able to breathe for many reasons. <laughs> uh, the Chargers Jets game. Kind of closer than we thought. We both got the, the charges right, obviously. But your boy is just wrapping that offensive rookie the, of the year. Is it up. not the best duo in the league? Ugh. Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen with 16 for 145 and a touch. Okay. So we were playing, we were at Top Golf, right, mm-hmm. for AJ's birthday yesterday. And we were watching the Cowboy game on my little phone, you know, and all we kept getting was alerts. And because we, uh, I was playing Keenan Allen, and the alerts were catch Keenan Allen, catch Keenan Allen, catch mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. The man had ten for a hundred and something in the first half. Yeah, it's insane. Do you know how many targets he had? Nineteen. Nineteen. How the hell does one guy get the ball well, when you play the Jets? Nineteen you times. You get a, a buff stat sheet. That's insane. Happens. I mean, look, Herbert is the real deal, and he loves him some Keenan. He does, and that's that's the best. Deal this in the Chargers league. team should be seven and three. Yep. God, if they had any other coach, they would be awesome. <laughs> uh, and then the Packers Colts, which was a really good game. Really good game. Uh, Colts are seven and three somehow. Wow. Philip Rivers playing good, and Rodrigo Blankenship leads the uh, kicks the game winning field going overtime, and they get the win. Good. And Rivers good. played good. He did good for goggles. And Jonathan it. Taylor finally. Shows up 22 for ni- uh, 22 rushes for 90 yards. He's the lead back for the first time since, like, week two. Yeah, du- doubled Aaron Jones' production. Yep. And, I I mean, it's just amazing. Me. Like, they're 7-3. and three. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, because one week we don't believe in them, and then their offense doesn't play well, and their defense bails them out. And then the next week the defense doesn't play well, but the offense bails them out. Right. So, who, I, I can't figure this team out. I mean, they're... I mean, figure them out. They're seven and three. They're 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 winning with if they if their defense plays, you know, as good as they have. That and and Philip Rivers, like, why is he playing good? Like, like, why is he playing good? He was terrible to start the year. He was. And we now thought, we thought we is thought Philip Rivers in the MVP conversation? Conversation? No, absolutely not. I don't know. Nope. He might be. Nope. Uh, and our final game on Sunday was Chiefs Raiders. Uh, that was the Sunday what a, night game. What a game! Really what a good game. game. This is two teams that are going to be in the playoffs. The Raiders yep. are going to make it. Yep. They they are too good of a team on on both on on the offensive because the defense needs some work. It it might be good enough to get them to ten and six and a while and the last wild card in the AFC. But in that AFC, you never know. There's there's a lot of good teams uh, right now. I thought they had it wrapped up. They had it. They had it. Darren Waller was was bullying the Chiefs' safeties yep. and 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 Jacobs was was having a good night on the ground and even Nelson Aguilar showed up. And what happens when you give don't give Patrick Mahomes don't, don't give Mahomes a minute, a minute to and go half. down the field. It's like a minute and a half. And what do you know he Travis Kelsey's wide open in the end zone for so, the game. So of course I'm playing Kelsey in my big money league. You, do you know a trend here that like the players that are going off you're yeah. always playing. I'm always playing them. Yeah. But so I'm playing Kelsey, right? And he has I think he had uh I want to say kind of like a 17 or an 18 and i was like all right you know i still have i have cooper cup and uh mike evans i'm like i'll, I'll be in good shape i'll be in good shape mm-hmm. and then kelsey just th- like two or three passes in a row and he ca- catches the winning wide open touchdown and now i'm down by 40 <laughs> i'm like you gotta be kidding me like what i have the worst luck worst luck 
And uh, you're still gonna come out with a no, probably don't, a win. Shh, no, keep your mouth shut. It, we're, so we're 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 broadcasting in the middle of the Tampa Bay Rams game, and there's six minutes left in the game. Which both these teams suck. Yeah, the both these. No, I think the Rams are actually pretty decent. I think Tampa Bay is overrated. Anyway, I have Cooper Cup, and he's gone, uh, you know, bonkers. Um, he's at uh, ten for one twenty-six, and I have Mike Evans, who is uh, four for I think thirty-nine and a touch. And I'm down by two points right now. I've I got 38 of the 40 back, okay, and I have six. Way. No, I have six minutes to go, and I need three points. Three points. But the problem is, is that these two idiots keep throwing interceptions sweet back and forth. <laughs> That's been the story of this game. It really has. Yeah. And then you got one last game we got to cover. Uh, Who? The Cowboys won? win. Yeah. Something we haven't said in a while. They beat the Vikings on a game where yeah. it was just. You know, they didn't play that great, but they, they got a win. Like, like like Andy Dalton played pretty good. He, he played real good. He got it. He Zeke got, showed up. Pollard showed up. Look, when they rush for, when the Cowboys rush for 160 yards plus, they're going to win most games. That's just, yep. look, if any team rushes, rushing the football for 160 yards, you're going to win most games just with time of possession and the, the way you can build off play action and, yep. you know, what they did. And a, and a, in a game where they could not stop Adam Thielen or God. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen was wide open because, all day because long. Because Anthony Brown and Awuzie are absolutely terrible. Yes. In a game where where Dalvin Cook had a good stat kind of night, but here's the thing with with Dalvin Cook in the game. Yep. The cow, I think that the Cowboys actually contained him, even though he had. 20-something rushes for 100-something yards and a touchdown, they actually contained him because what they didn't allow, it, what, the last three weeks what he's had, the big rushing a 60-yard, a 70-yard, a 50-yard touchdown. Like, his best run was like 15 yards. Yep. Like, like Dalvin Cook's going to have 100 yards against a bad Cowboys defense. Yes. But if you're able to limit the big plays on, on the ground... They, you know, that's what they did. They and, also caused them to fumble. Right, they, they got a two fumbles. So Donovan Wilson, our safety, uh, like a second year, third year guy, he had the, the game of his life. Right. I mean, he caused finally. two forced fumbles. He had a sack. He had nine uh, tackles. He was yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he, he was the difference maker on defense. Yep. And what happened was, basically, it was just back and forth, back and forth. You know, after the Cowboys dominated the first half. And then they they go up with a bomb to Justin Jefferson. Cowboys get it back after you know. Here's another thing: is there everyone on on Twitter and and everyone on social media? The refs won the game for the Cowboys. Oh whatever. Give me that BS. The Cowboys get screwed every week. Fine, you want to take away our win this week? Give us the win in the Steelers last week where the refs won the game for the Steelers. Agreed. I'll take that win, and then you give us the loss this week. It doesn't matter. Every team gets a win because of the Steelers, uh, because of the refs, and get a loss. Like, like it always comes back. Comes back and, around all the time. And two of the nicest catches you're ever going to see for touchdowns. Right. CeeDee Lamb played great. CeeDee Lamb's great catch touchdown. was awesome. And, and, then, and Thielen's one-hander in the right. corner. Thielen is Jeez. the most underrated player in the NFL. I've been saying that forever. He is so good. He's so good. That's why he's on my fantasy team every year. He really is on your fantasy team every year. Always. I gotta, I gotta have him. He's my favorite. And then... <laughs> You have the final drive. They go down a great play. Kellen Moore played really or had a great scheme going in, and misdirection. Misdirection Dal- to, Dalton, uh, to Schultz. Dalton Schultz. They get a touchdown, and then the defense showed up, shuts down on the final drive, and gets a, a 
four and out, and they then they win the game. Kirk, Kirk Cousins called it one of the most disappointing losses of his career. And Kirk Cousins actually played good. He did. But, like, he didn't even play. Like, no one – this was a good football game against yep. a, a, a team in the Cowboys who should be running away with the NFCs if they actually had a quarterback. If Dak – here's the, the sad thing is if Dak Prescott was the quarterback – Right now, we'd be up three. We'd be up three games in the NFCs. Sure, even if even if they weren't, even if it was the position they are now, you get Dak back this week for some reason. Yep, they wouldn't lose another game all season. Yep, that that's the disappointing part. Will they win the division? Not confident yet. The winner of the division, in my opinion, is this game. Is Thursday. this game Thursday? Washington Cowboys on th- on Thanksgiving. The Giants also have one, but them and Philly have tough schedules. They still got to play good teams. Yeah, except, Washington and, and Dallas have easy schedules. Except the Giants have Cincinnati this week and Ryan Finley. That's great. <laughs> and I'm sure they'll win as well. But I'm telling you, winner of the division is is Washington uh, at Dallas All right. on Thursday. I like what you're thinking. And that's week 11. So uh, we're going to get the week 12 right. uh, one out on Thursday because right. of all the Thursday all the, games. All the... the the Thanksgiving. So look out Thursday morning for the podcast to come out for the Week 12 preview. Yep. And uh, that way we'll be able to say uh, Happy Thanksgiving all on Thursday. And one last tidbit. Yeah. I did win our $50 bonus in the Big Money League for scoring the most points. 181. It's not a bad week. For the 7 or the for the 8 and 3 AJ Teal fantasy team. And so that's that's good. Uh, by the way, so I tied two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right now, Mike Evans just caught a pass. I, I'm tied 147-147 with three minutes to go. Hey, ties. The, the Philadelphia Eagles will say that ties are better than losses. <laughs> I, I need a win. I need a win. <laughs> that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On, especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up The Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links 